0: Oh my goodness, it's already been a month uh, since the last episode. It's the season break is over and I'm back at it and I couldn't be more excited to be back here with you on the podcast and sharing ideas that will hopefully help you have a more fulfilling life. I enjoyed the month of February. I hope you did too. February is uh, the month of my birth, actually, February 28th. So I have celebrated a birthday by the time you're listening to this and really, really just enjoyed enjoyed the time off. So this week, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about um, a concept that I was discussing with a client, and I'm going to dive right in and uh, and get right to it. So the truth is that most of most of our lives are based on the beliefs of what I call a malnourished community. It starts out uh, with the beliefs of our parents and families and our friends and our coworkers. We're working on programming that does doesn't seem to nourish us. And how do I know this? How do I know that um, this programming and belief system isn't nourishing? Well, I look at stats. And when I look at the stats today of our generation, like my generation, and the generation of children that we are parenting, there, you got you to gotta know there's something not quite right. And we've got to raise a flag here because we're the most medicated generation of all time. And our kids are suffering emotionally more than any previous generation. You could say that our villages are burning down. We work hard to buy stuff that we don't love and then we detox and cleanse it away and until we binge again, you know, we Marie Kondo it to purge ourselves of our indulgences so we can feel cleansed and whole again. But maybe there's another way, an older technique that doesn't require the binge purge cycle so much, an older technique that allows you to nourish yourself and your family, one that lets you look at the root of things versus the symptoms. I'd like you to consider the idea of crop rotation and fallow ground. I was working with a client recently who was so happy with the progress of clearing that he would what we had done together, but he was feeling the itch to fill the space we had created. So I turned to the concept of farming to explain what we need to do when we're learning to nourish our mind, body and spirit. Life circumstances can leave us feeling malnourished. You know this already. And I started the segment uh, with a little bit about that. And it's the reality for many of us. Not necessarily malnourished physically, but emotionally or spiritually. And many would argue, yeah, we're actually malnourished physically as well, but we're not going to dive into that conversation today. But we can see the same type of depletion that and it occurs in farming and agriculture. This is especially true when the same plant species is planted in the same plot of land year after year. Kind of like us taking... The same actions day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, and wondering why the results in our lives aren't any different or why we don't feel different. Our actions, or lack thereof, can deplete our soil, just as agriculture can can do that when the same crop is planted in the same land season after season. Also as in farming, some things we do impact us in different ways than other things we do. They either deplete us or they replenish us. An example of this I found online about farming was that soybeans release nitrates into the soil, but corn absorbs them. So it's interesting to see the contrast of what different activities can do to the land. But there are occasions in farming when crop rotation just isn't enough. There are times when you need to let the land go fallow, unplanted. Why? So the soil is able to be fully restored. So the soil can heal. So the soil can reverse the depletion it's undergone season after season. It's a reset. You see, the truth is that we too need to undergo emotional fallowing. Yep, I made that phrase up. We need to stop trying to fill every space in our minds, our hearts, and our spirits. Sometimes we need to allow our inner guidance systems to guide us into that gap, the space between our thoughts where there's nothing. Depending on which area of your life, needs to either be rotated or fallowed, here are a few things you can do. Number one, very important, is to pay attention to your nutrition. I don't mean just what you eat, but audit all consumption. What are you watching? What are you talking about with friends? Like what is your conversation? You know, what is it? What's it about? What are you reading? What are you listening to? And lastly, what are you consuming via social media? It's really important. And the the part about the food is so important in, in, as well. Like I say, I say not just what you eat, but all this other stuff. But I find more and more lately people are forgetting that it's, it's simple to nourish your body by eating whole foods, real food, not food like substances. So pay attention to your nutrition and your consumption all around. So number two, if you've dropped a bad habit or a relationship, a job, um, try to see how you feel if you leave that space void for one week. What thoughts come up? Are you uncomfortable? And take some time to journal the things that might come to mind for you when you have dropped that sort of bad habit, so to speak. Number three. If you have decluttered your space, see if you can suspend spending on new things for at least 60 days. So I don't mean like the basics, okay? I mean like new things. We've all been led to believe that you can create a new habit in three weeks, but there's research that says it's closer to 66 days. So I think that's because you should start counting again, every day that you can't mark an X on the calendar. So, so 60 days, I think if you can try to suspend your spending for two months, when you're in that decluttering state, I think it's super important. And it's quite liberating, even though it might be hard in the beginning. Number four, look for signs of dis ease in your life. Which areas feel strained? What has been your normal way of handling this area in your life? How long have you been doing that? What step can you take? And I mean, just one step to interrupt that cycle or pattern. Super important. We all usually have one area of our life that needs a little bit more work than the others. So that's an important one. Number five, reduce your risk of crop failure by being prepared. (laughs) When you want to achieve a goal in your life, study it. Who's done it? What did they do right? What would you do differently? Do your research. When you think you know everything there is to know, dig even deeper into the subject. That's something I've learned from being married to a professional engineer who has a science mind. He always like, when he thinks he knows everything, then he starts looking harder. It's really important. So it's when we think we know it all that we get stuck. And I can look at my own life and I can see so many examples of that. And I'm certain if you look, you can see examples of that in your own life. It's when we think we know it all. That's when we get stuck. So always, always be prepared. Take action. And that's important. But reduce your, reduce your risk by doing your research. Number six, Act. A-C-T, you know, it's super important. Plant your seeds or mark that land fallow. Don't hum and haw over things for too long. Be like a farmer, hardworking, consistent, and reliable. Farmers don't expect a fairy godmother to come in and to magically make their dreams come true. They hustle, they hustle, and so should you. I'm not saying work yourself into the ground or anything like that, I'm saying we have become so used to this instant gratification lifestyle that we forget the basics so be like that farmer go back to basics go from step one through ten and get it done and you will feel satisfied every single day number seven what makes your soil more fertile I know some of my listeners, and I'm going to say, get your mind out of the gutter. So make a plan on how you can nourish your inner or outer life. Meditation is one of the best tools that I can think of. Exercise is at the top of the list. Nutrition is also at the top of the list, but healthy relationships. Oh my goodness, they're so important for a, a fulfilling life. So important. So now it's your turn let me know. Can you think of areas in your life that you can apply this concept of crop rotation or fallow land to? Is there some place in your life that you can put a little attention to or extra attention to so please share that the link to the show notes is here uh, in this in the show description so click through go share your thoughts on our website and I'd love to read them and thank you again so much I'm so happy to be back here with you and I will be with you here next week please don't forget to share this podcast with anything anybody pardon me (laughs) with anything, holy moly, with anyone you think could benefit that might need a little break from their routine and it might need a fresh perspective. And you can also always refer them to our free 10-day course as well. Don't forget about that. www.innerchampion.me. You can find it there and I hope you'll check it out. See you next week. Thanks for tuning in today. Please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and to visit our site, www.freewithin.me. Talk to you next week.